0: Hey everyone, this is Colin,
1: and this is Sam,
0: and we are The the Jitters. Jitters.
1: Hi Colin, how are you today?
0: I'm good. good. It's like the weather outside is brisk, but like... So last week it was like a nice brisk. Mm -hmm. Now we're in an extreme brisk. Extreme. And it's like not even fun at this point.
1: I thought you were going to start singing like, the weather outside is (laughs) right. I really thought that's what you were going to go with that.
0: Frightful. That's a better word than brisk.
1: (laughs) I like brisk though. Brisk kind of, I feel like we're still in the fall area, which we technically are. But frightful is like, we are in the dead of winter and we don't want to go there yet.
0: Nope. Uh, the, it's like 14 degrees outside though so it's
1: very cold <laughs> but we're in this nice cozy sound booth
0: we are with the lovely taylor loft yay say hi taylor hi tell us a little bit about yourself
2: yeah, so, yep, yeah, Taylor Loftall. Um, I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska, so I've, I've lived in Nebraska uh, my whole life, so I, I resonate with the, the conversation around winters. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and then I came to Lincoln for college, uh, so I graduated last May uh, with a degree in agricultural education leadership uh, and a minor in Spanish, and I now work full-time at the university. So I work for the, the Clifton Strengths Institute in the College of Business, and in my free time, I, I like to kickbox. I uh, am taking some classes That's for my so cool. master's program. Um, I, my sister just started here at the university this fall. So it's been really fun for me to uh, have her in and around campus. And so uh, we hang out quite a bit. But yeah, I just, I'm a social being. So just connection with other people is, is how, I, how I spend my time most of the time. But so excited mm. to be here. I'm just, like, grinning. This is this is Sony. I am,
1: too. Can I say I did not know you were into kickboxing, and I yeah. think that's amazing. Yes. It was my mom. My mom
2: got me started on it um, my sophomore year of college. Actually, it was the, the summer I was doing new student enrollment. Mm. I... I I do not know how I did it, but I got up and did like a 5 a.m. class every day before NSE. (laughs) And so I got up at like 4.30. I drove across town, kickboxed for an hour, and then came back, showered in like 10 minutes, and then would go to work. And... I, I don't know if I could do that today you are <laughs> and, an amazing and, uh, human being I had, I had a different kind of uh, energy apparently but yeah and then so did that sophomore year took a little break um and then I'm, I'm back to it now I have a, a much closer gym that's only like two blocks away from my apartment mm-hmm. nice So that's nice much that's better. a move
0: mm-hmm. my NSC summer if I would have done kickboxing <laughs> an hour before work every single morning <laughs> Out of like mid kickboxing students. I don't <laughs> even like still in like that that area of like, yes, kick,
1: yes. That's really amazing. That's like dedication. <laughs> yeah. I think that's awesome. I, I don't know where I don't know where it came from that summer, but almost every day. I think I only missed like two days. Bravo. Having Bravo. gone through that NSC summer, I commend you for that hard work. That's amazing. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I'm like I'm so excited that I know that. Okay. So let's dive into this quote. Shall we, sh-
0: we? We shall. Okay,
1: Taylor, you want to read it for us? Yes. Uh, so the quote that I have today, celebrate
2: any progress, don't wait to get perfect. And that's by Anne McGee Cooper. Mm. Love that quote.
0: First thoughts.
2: Yeah. So this is one, it's it's actually been, I, I feel like it, I really connect to it probably now more than ever because I the last kind of like year and a half of life has been really interesting for me because I, I came from a place where, you know, came I went to the university here in Lincoln, uh, was super involved in undergrad, so especially junior, senior year, my days were, were very full. You know, I'd go from classes from, you know, about nine in the morning to, you know, five, five o'clock in the evening, um, but then I, th- that's kind of when my days felt like they were just getting started, you know, lots of evening meetings and, you um, Kind of connection points and as I started uh, kind of taking on different leadership roles in some of these various groups too uh, there was a lot of kind of mental space there of preparing for things you know facilitating meetings uh, trying to make sure that I'm being aware of you know the other people that I'm working with Uh, so all of those things I think added and created this this fullness in my in my life that I absolutely loved and I, I loved those commitments uh, but also, I was kind of like losing myself a little bit in it too. And and I remember talking about this at one point where I had this realization. I was I was talking to one of my my greatest mentors in undergrad. Um, her name is Miss Kelly King. Uh, she works in the the W. H. Thompson Learning Community, and she sat me down one day and she just told me she's like Taylor, you can't you can't you know pour into others if you don't fill yourself back up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was in that moment that I had kind of realized that I was like I have cut myself out of my own schedule. like I and, and I love that about me that I'm a, a very you know people focused person and that's where I get a lot of my energy from. but I hadn't gone to the gym in like a year. I had stopped journaling, I was barely making enough time to eat breakfast in the morning before I was running to my first class. All of those little things that also give me energy that I had like completely cut out. And so considering all of that and then kind of transitioning into this, this post-undergrad life of still being in and around Lincoln, but suddenly... Missing some of those communities that had been so ingrained in my day-to-day life, I kind of had this moment of like, whoa, okay, like, what, what do I do now? Like, how do I spend my time? I suddenly, you know, I'm done at five, and I don't have anything scheduled. Like, what do I do for, you know, five hours before, you know, I go to bed or whatever? And so I think all of that being said has led to this kind of larger conversation and a, a lot of this kind of influenced by uh, my friend and colleague, Samantha Kennelly, too, um, who kind of told me, you know, you know, break it down. What are these, what are the things you need in your life to feel energized and fulfilled and to feel whole and well? And. Uh, prioritize those things. It doesn't have to be an overnight change of like, these are the 20 things I'm going to do tomorrow. But pick one of those things, incorporate it into your lifestyle, and celebrate it when it works. And there are going to be weeks and there are going to be days where it doesn't work of, you know, I I have this, you know, kickboxing goal now. And and as much as I'd love to say, I'm going to go every single day of the week. There are days where I'm like, I have stats homework for five hours this evening and I can't get up that early tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so um, being able to say, From where I was at certain times in my undergrad career where I was spread very, very thin uh, to where I am now of being able to say, yeah, I, you know, I went home, I made dinner, I went to a kickboxing class and I went to bed at a good time. Like that's progress and that's success in my eyes of being able to say it's not perfect, but I'm taking steps to where I can be a, a whole full person uh, and as a result, I'm able to give that to other people. So mm-hmm. I think those kinds of um, kind of conversations and insights kind of stem from a quote like this and have been kind of a reflection in the last year and a half, particularly in my life.
0: That's crazy because just last night I was talking with somebody about that that same kind of um, like mindset of like figuring out what like works for you and what doesn't and what fills you with energy and what takes it away and being able to like balance between the two. Um, ours was a little bit more of a route of like in being involved in so many great things and being like other people are involved in just as much and they have, they look like they have their lives together, but I don't. So it's like, how do I, how do I do that? And I was telling her so much of like, it's a facade. (laughs) People don't have their lives together. Like, it's just not a thing as much as people like try it. Like, I think everyone tries to have their life look put together, but in reality it's really not. So it's like being able to. I, what I was saying to her is, is like I don't think it matters quite how much you're involved in but when you're there at that involvement are you fully present and are you like fully giving what you can to that and then like when you leave do you then feel energized because of it or do you, are you fully there and leave like drained and mm-hmm. then it's something to like maybe recalculate and being like well is this involvement really worth it mm-hmm. you know
2: and I think too being able to acknowledge and admit the days when you're not You know, like there are going to be days where you show up for a meeting and you're like, I like am struggling to stay awake or I am so drained or I am exhausted. Uh, And being able to say like, hey, I'm not my best self today. Like I I, I need this or I need, you know, a cup of coffee or I need, uh, you know, whatever it be in that moment. I think some of the the most powerful kind of connections and relationships I've built in the last year uh, are, are, are spaces where that can be. You can be vulnerable about that, and and you can admit that, and and it's the acknowledgement of you as a whole person that there are things other than this meeting or this moment that influence how you feel and how you interact with the world. And so, um, I think being able to call upon that sometimes and say, "Yep, I, I am not perfect. I am not my best self today. Uh, I want to I want to try better next time." Or you know, I think if I can take a few moments and and recharge tonight, um, I'll be better tomorrow. You know, whatever that mm-hmm. is or whatever you need. Uh, I think there's a lot of power and a lot of respect that I have for people who, who, who own that. And, and, uh, you know, and I
1: like encouraging
2: that in other people.
1: That's really great to hear because, um, I think probably in the last year I have had to start to do that a little more because I definitely like definitely resonated with what you said about cutting yourself out of your own schedule, like snaps, like 100%. I have done that before and it's not a great feeling, um, But when someone else recognizes that in you, like it's helpful because sometimes we have our blinders on and don't realize that. Um, So I also wanted to say thanks for sharing that. But, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Holy moly. I just like loved what you were saying and everything like that. I was going to give an example. Does anyone else have another example of this in their life? Mm. While I think.
0: (laughs) Celebrate any progress. Don't wait to get perfect. Mm. Um, I think that's too like... Like, in friendships that you build with people, like, don't be, like, what I'm struggling with is I'm, I'm, I want a best, like, best friends. Like, that's, like, very much, like, I want, like, three best friends, and that's what I want is, like, my friend group kind of thing. But friends that aren't quite there yet, but, like, we are friends. We are, like, hanging out and doing all of those things and still, like, still recognizing and celebrating their friendship without it being, like, I don't see you every day or I don't, like... I don't do all of these things with you all of the time. Cause when like kind of my mindset behind a best friend is like someone that you are hanging out with kind of like every day and you're doing things to like get better with them um, while having fun. So it's like that perfect is like that level of that level of best friend, but still being like able to celebrate. Well, we're we might not be like that every single day best friend, but like we are still friends and we're still doing like great things. So.
1: Yeah, that's a really good one. And I think, everyone's friendship looks different. And I, th- I like how you said, like, still seeing value in, like, friendships and interactions, even if it's something that maybe sometimes you want a little more or something like that. Um, but still seeing value in those interactions, I think, is really important. I think I remembered what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, so as future approaches, and I'm somewhat near to being, you know, done with my undergraduate career, and Colin is somewhat near. I mean, he's only a semester behind me, so... Um, we're all pretty getting pretty close um but just that idea of like filling time and sometimes college like creates in us like people that we don't know what to do with our free time right mm. and so i definitely mm-hmm. like see that in my upcoming future i definitely i was just talking with colin about this like right before the podcast um about how my schedule next semester looks i'm only in 14 credit hours which is crazy for me. Like, that's not a lot. And I have two days where I have no classes and I am like 25% excited, but then like 75%, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do to fill my time? I need to get a job. I need to do this. I need to join this. And I don't know, like, what do you two think about that? Like one half of me is like, is that a healthy mindset? Like that I want to just not be sitting around. But then the other half of me is like, should I enjoy this time? I don't know. What do you think? That's a great question. I love that. I love that question because I think there's a certain
2: level of like discomfort that comes with that, yeah, that I think can be so good. Like I I there it's like a line of credit for for this this quote or this kind of concept because um, you know, Samantha Canelli told it to me and one of her friends, Anna told it to her. Um, but but all of this, being said that the longest relationship you'll ever have with anyone is with yourself. Like, Whoa. Right. And I think with that comes this mindset of you have to know you and you have to know what you like to do. And you have to know that if I have a full Saturday wide open, like what are the things that I get excited about or what are the things, uh, that I like to fill my time with? Um, because that's, that's, that's your life. That's, you know, you every day for the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. so uh, I remember feeling that discomfort. Like when I first graduated and about two weeks later, I started this role and I had gone, I'd lived on campus all four years uh, and I lived in, in my sorority house as well. So I was living with like 50 other women in, in, a, in a, a shared home. Um, And then to go from that to I was subleasing an apartment uh, where I was on my own. I didn't have a roommate. So I had this whole space to myself. And I was like, sincerely, just kind of like, like bombed. I was like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, like sitting on the couch. I was like, okay, I've already made dinner. Um, I, I don't need to take a shower. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll, I was like, what, what else do I do? And it was, it was one of those moments where the first ki- couple nights stunk. And I was like, Oh, I don't, I can't do this. But then slowly and slowly, I was like, Oh wait, like I can go for a walk. Like I'm going to walk down to the hay market and go sit at the coffee shop or, uh, you know, the next night it was this realization too, that I think oftentimes in college things, are put into your schedule, mm-hmm. but after college, you have to create your schedule. So mm-hmm. that was a really hard lesson for me too. To say, "Oh, I'm not just going to have things planned each evening. I have to sometimes reach out." And so, um, learning how to reach out to a friend and say, "Hey, hi, I haven't seen you in a few weeks. Let's schedule dinner." Yep. Um, so those kinds of things. Uh, but then you just you just develop. I think this this lifestyle is what it is. And and I think that's what I, I like to you know c- tell others. And I'm, I'm telling my sister right now, she, like I, I mentioned earlier, she's uh, just started here at the university. And I keep telling her, I was like, build a lifestyle. Like college is, is so exciting. And it's this place where you get to create and design and learn about yourself. Um, but also after four years, it's going to change a lot. You're not going to have this kind of space and time and freedom in college um, necessarily always. And so start building the habits and the things that you love and that become a cornerstone of your, your day uh, or provide you that kind of structure and comfort that you enjoy in your life uh, because then that's going to carry on past the four years in ways that other things might not, like some of the involvements you have. And so all of that to be said, uh, you know, there, there is that, I think, initial stage of discomfort. Um, but then from that, you find this like new just self-awareness and this new uh, really kind of confidence of mm-hmm. like, yeah, I I forgot that I had loved to journal. And now it's something that I do, you know, a couple times a week. Or uh, I, I've now visited, I think, so many coffee shops in Lincoln. And I love it. Like, mm-hmm. I look forward to that on Saturday mornings of picking a coffee shop. And whether it be homework or just like perusing online clothing stores. You know, it's, yeah. it's 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 fun and and those are the kinds of things that I think you learn in those moments.
1: That's really good advice.
0: Which online clothing store? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am so glad you asked. Um so I I love uh, perusing, uh anthropology. It's it, I, nice. I, yes, just the the vibe of of their of their store and in the way just you walk into that store and you're like, "Oh my gosh, like I feel at home. Mm-hmm. It is. It does kind
1: of have like that cozy, comfortable.
2: Yes. So I just warm-ness. kind of like I just kind of like tease myself a little bit and like look at the clothes <laughs> and I put like five things in my shopping cart that I probably won't purchase and put then your I cursor
1: over like the order button and you're like mm, maybe and then you don't. Yes, and then like, <laughs> I close the
2: that. tab and and then go do my stats homework.
1: I love that. I love that. I think the idea of like creating habits and creating that lifestyle is such good advice and like I'm really want to start doing that and that makes me like really excited because I think you know we're all those new student enrollment people right so we talk about a lot like the transition from high school to college and don't get me wrong huge transition huge transition excuse me but like the transition from college to like life I yeah. think is also huge and so I think to have conversations like this is really helpful for me um because sometimes you just don't really have people to like talk to you about that stuff. I don't know. Totally. So thank you for this. Do you want? Do
2: you want to? I I have another fun story I could share about um, post undergrad, Taylor. Do you want to hear it? I do. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact: uh, throughout college, I never cooked. I always had some sort of food plan uh, where food was provided. Mm -hmm. Um, So realized very quickly after undergrad that I was like, wow, I have not prepared a meal for myself in years. Uh, And even the last time I did, it was like a, you know, like a sandwich. And, you know, so I could do bread and meat and cheese and we're good. Uh, But I was like, that's not going to work forever. So I decided to, to, to start learning how to cook. Uh, and it was not an easy process. <laughs> I, I struggled quite a bit uh, in the beginning. Um, I kid you not. I have a scar on my forearm (laughs) (laughs) from trying to cook chicken. Um, And so that's kind of where this funny story comes in because um, I had a nickname early on um, the summer after I graduated um, and it was Chicken at Midnight. (laughs) Right? Whoa. Super cool name. (laughs) Um, But it was literally because I kept like running into these circumstances where I had meant to cook chicken for dinner and then time got away from me and it was literally midnight and I was cooking chicken (laughs) in my apartment and I was like, what am I doing? But I would always forget to take it out of the freezer. So then you have to add on all this time to defrost it. Mm -hmm. I, like can never remember to start the oven so like I'll literally like have everything prepared like you know I've put the olive oil on I've seasoned the chicken I'm like ready to put it in the oven I'm like oh gosh I didn't start it so then there's like another 15 minutes of like okay waiting for that to heat up Um, and then also the the apartment I was living in anytime I would open the oven like no smoke no nothing but just by opening the oven the heat would set off the fire alarm (laughs) and so imagine this right so here's Taylor at midnight like tired I have work in the morning and I open this oven and I have like a hot pan of chicken in one hand alarm is going off and I'm like oh my gosh like all of like the people who live next to me are probably you know like I've disrupted their sleep and so I like you know set pan down on the top of the oven quickly like run around and like frantically waving this rag in front of like the the fire alarm to hopefully get it to stop um just just you know kind of a chaotic moment um and that happened like three times (laughs) so (laughs) I, I would come to work and I would tell these stories and, and and finally they're like okay like here's chicken at midnight um she can she can never get this right um i'm I'm very excited to share with you that I now cook chicken at about six or 7 pm Ooh. see yeah. improvement so Celebrate it takes time progress I am celebrating the progress and I'm still not perfect at it
1: but uh, we're, we're getting there so that's an amazing story and yeah. I feel like a great like, symbolism for what new adulthood is right <laughs> and like, being on your own chicken at midnight and, and to make <laughs> it even better so yeah i've got
2: this like small scar on my forearm from the the pan of chicken mm. and then i have another scar right next to it <laughs> from from trying on a shirt at target <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i was trying on the shirt and the tag just like just caught my arm oh my and it left a scar so it's like i don't know but that's that's pretty like if that can sum up my just me in in a quick story i have a tag from from clothing and from from a
1: scar from clothing and and from chicken so and you can Mm -hmm. always look back on those scars and reminisce you know right of the growth and the progress the growth and the progress Mm -hmm. snaps i love that i wish i had a great story like that
0: (laughs) you will one day sam i will one day (laughs) but we'll celebrate the progress that we're doing right now
1: that was beautiful yes
0: amazing i this could be could be time to wrap
1: <laughs> this could be
0: it's kind of like nice little that was a great ending story
1: it was <laughs> i <laughs> want to read this quote yeah. just one more time yes just cause read it I one more think, time like take this to heart mm-hmm. fellow friends celebrate any progress don't wait to get perfect mm-hmm yep yeah, perfect perfect is
2: is is very difficult and nearly impossible to, to attain. And we were just talking about that this morning, that more so than anything, it's 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 perception of how others perceive you or how you want to be perceived. So aim for aim for wholeness and joy. Lovely. Oh, it was so good. Thank you for joining us today, Taylor. Thank you for having me. This has been so great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this uh, as so we.
0: Normally we end with what type of coffee that we were drinking, but we're not drinking coffee today. So, mm-hmm. what coffee did you drink this morning?
2: Okay, so uh, mainly in the fall season, um, but I I very much enjoy a uh, chai tea latte, mm. and I will sometimes add a shot or two of espresso, and that's what I did this morning. So I had uh, two shots of espresso in my
1: chai tea latte, just mm. for some jitters, if you will. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and
2: and waking you up after a, a late night. I got in very late last night from my travels, so it was it was just perfect very
0: beautiful love Love a good chai tea
2: yes
0: okay all right well that's a wrap (laughs) bye disclaimer this podcast was prepared by Colin fink and samantha wolf in their personal capacity the opinions expressed in this podcast are the author's own and do not reflect the views of the university of nebraska lincoln